0: Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Odd World News podcast, weekly podcast where we cover the strange and peculiar news that has occurred throughout the world. If you'd like to follow along with this week's episode, you can find the show notes in your podcast application of choice or by going to oddworldnewspodcast.com/14. Here are the stories for the week of March 15th, 2015. Are there any questions? Two weeks ago, on episode 12, on the story titled No Questions, we discussed a New Jersey mayor who stopped allowing residents from asking questions at township meetings. This occurred after the mayor was called a jerk by an 81-year-old resident who asked about tax abatement. Well, after two months of not taking questions, an all-Republican council has begun taking questions again from residents. While there's no official reason why the council is allowing questions again, there are two possible reasons. The first is that there were 60 residents in attendance at the last meeting. The second possible reason is that the mayor may be eyeing a run for governor in 2017. <music> Beer Keg Gets man in Trouble Unlike Eric, Donna, Hyde and Kelso, finding a keg on that 70s show, a keg that was in the middle of the road got a teenager in trouble in South Bend, Indiana. The teenager bought a brand new keg when the tailgate on his truck came loose and the keg went rolling down the road. Police happened to see that the keg fell and retrieved it from the road. Indiana law prohibits anyone under the age of 21 from transporting alcoholic beverages unless they are with their parents or legal guardian. Obviously, the luck of the Irish didn't help this teen on St. Patrick's Day. As a side note, a link to the episode that references that 70s show is in the show notes. (laughs) Snap Decisions Avoiding accidents is always a good idea. One truck swerved to miss a vehicle near Augusta, Maine. The truck was carrying 30,000 pounds of live lobsters when it swerved and landed on its side. Crane was needed to get the truck upright, but the truck was damaged beyond repair. The lobsters, however, were put into another truck and continued on their journey. (laughs) Bathroom Behavior Walmart is not a place where one would find items like Gucci, Louis Vuitton, or Rolex. You're more likely to find a different class of clientele. One Walmart restroom in Muncie, Indiana was home to a group of individuals who were cooking methamphetamines. They were doing this to protect their homes from possible explosions and contamination. Two people were arrested and are being held in county jail. Two things. One, why would you use a Walmart bathroom for cooking meth? Has anybody actually been inside a Walmart bathroom? Because my guess is that hygiene is not a high priority for this one. Two, it seems like Walter White may be making his home in Muncie, Indiana. The Darwin force is strong with this one. Drivers noticed a woman driving erratically along Interstate 105 in Oregon and reported the woman. This was shortly before the woman lit herself on fire while driving. Yes, you heard that correctly. She lit herself on fire while driving. The woman did not stop there. The woman then crashed her car into the median, got out of her car, and jumped off the interstate bridge 40 feet into a park. The woman survived the ordeal and was being treated for her injuries, none of which were life-threatening. The woman was subsequently released. Something's amiss. We know that the U.S. government gets things wrong sometimes. Okay, a lot of the time. Whether it is due to human error, deliberate means, or due to computer glitches, it does seem to happen. However, the Social Security Administration is trying to explain how its data states that 6.5 million people in the United States have reached the age of 112 now if you know anything about human life cycles you're well aware that a very small subset of humans ever reach the age of 100 let alone 112. the administration states that they do not have death certificates for these individuals and without death certificates these social security numbers remain active this poses a problem because people can fraudulently use the numbers to open accounts and possibly get tax refunds among other things the administration states that they do not quote work on presumptions end quote And because they do not have the evidence, they also state, quote, our focus right now is to make sure our data is as accurate and complete as it can be for our current program purpose, end quote. Of the 6.5 million individuals, only 13 are actually getting Social Security benefit. Now, to me, it would make much more sense to have all those individuals over the age of 105, possibly even over the age of 90, require verification before anything is issued to them. This would affect a very small number of individuals, it would be inconvenient for them, yes, but it would reduce a significant amount of fraud. Bill returned way late. We've all had things get lost in the mail. I know I once had a package go missing for three months. Shipper sent another, and both of them arrived on the same day. So things do happen. One township in Maine sent a final bill to a resident, and it was returned to the water district after a little bit of time. 46 years to be exact. The $1.40 bill was sent out on October of 1969 with a $0.06 stamp for postage attached. It has finally been returned to the water company because the post office box that it was sent to was subsequently closed. The last odd item regarding this story is that all of the mail that was sent out by the water district on that day was returned at the same time. I know the post office can be inefficient, but this seems to epitomize just how inefficient the service can be. (laughs) Daredevil Motorcyclist Young adults are not known for making the best decisions. One 20-year-old Pakistani, who goes by the nickname of Rocket, decided that he wanted to do something outrageous. Rocket bet his friends that he could ride naked on his motorcycle on the city of Lahore's main thoroughfare. Rocket was successful at least once, but another driver reported that he was doing it again. The police created a blockade to arrest Rocket, which they did. They charged the man with, quote, over-speeding, violating traffic rules, and for revealing his private organs in public, end quote. Additionally, television stations have shown footage of Rocket doing a wheelie in the city center, while a bunch of his friends cheered him on. First, the monkey, now no games. Getting kids to behave inside of a store is a tricky thing for parents. Kids usually get bored and just want to play. One enterprising group of older youngsters tried to get a huge game of hide-and-seek to occur at the IKEA branch in Amsterdam, Netherlands. The number of people who signed up topped 19,000, while another 13,000 signed up to play at the Kia store in Utrecht, Netherlands. Kia has contacted the owners of the pages and requested that they take their game elsewhere. (music) Stellar Performance A 24-year-old Orlando man allegedly robbed a person of their cell phone. What is a bit strange is that during the robbery, the man shot himself. As one might surmise, shooting yourself would leave you panicked. In this man's case, in his panic, he ran across the street to a gentleman's club and stole a Mercedes that had left its door open. The man then sped away. Shortly after taking the Mercedes, the man began feeling the effects of the gunshot, pulled over, and flagged down a police officer for assistance. The man was taken to a regional medical center and treated for his injuries. He was also positively identified as the robber and has been charged with robbery and possession of a stolen vehicle. Pocket Dialing Technology can make lives much easier by allowing us to order things without having to talk to anybody. But there are always those times when it can become inconvenient and embarrassing. One example is when you end up butt dialing somebody. Butt dialing, in case you're not aware, is when you inadvertently dial somebody that you did not intend to. In Mankato, Minnesota, three would be burglars had a technical mishap where they ended up dialing the wrong number. It was not a friend that they had dialed. Oh no, it was 911. Dispatchers heard a conversation which suggested that they were involved in a theft or burglary. One aspect to the cell phones is that they can easily be triangulated, and the cell phone can be located within a relatively small area. Dispatchers indicated that one of the last things they heard on the call was, quote, I think I see the police, end quote. This was followed by running. As with all 911 calls, the 34-minute call was recorded and will likely be used against the burglars in court. Rampant cheating. Most people do not like taking tests. Sometimes the pressure is significantly worse when it is a standardized test. Giving assistance from others is definitely not new. Using any means to get ahead is ripe for exploit. In Patna, India, an image has surfaced of dozens of parents helping their kids with standardized tests administered by the Bihar School Examination Board. These tests are considered to be the, quote, make it or break it tests, end quote. Bihar's education minister, when asked, stated, quote, should we just shoot them? End quote. This was meant as a joke. He also states, quote, On average, four or five people are helping each student use unfair means. End quote. The means by which they were assisted, in this case, is through the use of paper airplanes. Cheating has been on the rise since the government began offering cash rewards of 10,000 rupees, or about 160 US dollars, to lower caste students who are able to answer about half the questions on their tests. Just this year alone, more than 1,000 students have been caught cheating in three days and have been expelled. Small Town Brawl Small towns are known for being quite predictable. When something does occur, it becomes a talk of the town. Well, in Big Sandy, Montana, a town with a population of about 600, has had quite a ruckus. A car pulled up in front of a coffee shop, Immediately behind them was a pickup truck. Three men got out of the car, while two men and two women got out of the pickup truck. After everybody got out, they all began fighting. It began as a fist fight. As with any fight, particularly those in high school, people quickly gathered around to watch. One man from the pickup truck went back to get an unusual item. A chainsaw. He started it up and began swinging it around. However, the man quickly thought differently and then turned it off after a few minutes. One of the people in the pickup truck fled in the car, and three others got in the pickup truck and gave chase. This move stranded three men one of which had a superficial stab wound. All of those involved have been identified and four people have been cited for disorderly conduct. Police state that the fight actually started on the nearby Rocky Boys Indian Reservation and that other charges will be filed. The only true lesson from this is that in any legitimate street fight, it is impolite to bring guns. And this turned out to be a legitimate street fight. Also, don't be stupid. But as Ron White states, quote, you can't fix stupid, end quote. British rule. This last story is not necessarily entirely odd, but it has an odd element to it. Dealing with atrocities that have occurred in the past can quickly become a divisive topic. There are usually two sides to an argument, if not more. The arguments have to have a delicate balance of atonement in realizing that while it may not live up to today's societal standards, the events are part of the history of that area. For one group, they think that a statue should no longer exist. Protesters at the University of Cape Town in South Africa think that a statue of the British colonialist Cecil Rhodes is a tribute to white domination. The protesters were so enraged that they threw excrement at the statue. Rhodes bequeathed land to Rhodesia, which became Zimbabwe after its independence in 1980, and also gave land on which the University of Cape Town sits today. As one person stated, quote, Rhodes' will was limited by the sexism and racism of his era, but its scholarship endowments revealed a man who recognized some universal virtues. End quote. The same person also stated, quote, These contradictions, Rhodes the pillager and Rhodes the benefactor, are a symbol of our country's evolution towards a yet-to-be-attained just and inclusive order, end quote. The issue will not be resolved any time in the near future, but it is one that South Africa will need to look at as a whole country. And that concludes this week's episode of the World News Podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode at oddworldnewspodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at underscore Oddworld News. If you'd like to submit a story or send feedback, please email us at oddworldnewspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week.